Are you ready to experience the future of men's skincare? Look no further than Rival Soaps. They're here to revolutionize the way men care for their skin. They firmly believe that men need smooth, hydrated skin too. It's time to break free from outdated stereotypes and show the world that skin care is for everyone. At Rival Soaps, they understand that quality matters. Their products may not be the cheapest on earth, but you get what you pay for, and that's a clean you can truly feel. Once you try the high quality skincare, there's no going back. They are committed to offering their customers a variety of the latest products, all made from natural and vegan friendly ingredients that are safe for all skin types. The mission is simple to promote hydrated skin and that irresistibly smooth feel you've always wanted. And it's tailored toward men, ensuring you smell good, feel good, and look great. So why wait? Embrace the Rival Soaps experience today and redefine what it means to care for your skin. Join them in breaking the stigma and let your confidence shine through. Because when you use Rival Soaps, it's not just skincare, it's a statement. A link to their website will be in this episode's description, so check it out. News. Florida woman. Oh boy, we're off to a really good start. <laughs> Florida deputies say that a woman allegedly attacked two people at a pool for doing stretches she thought were inappropriate. Oh boy. I wonder what kind of stretches somebody from Florida thinks is inappropriate. Amanda Far- Farragamo? I-, I need to try this week. Amanda Farragamo, 41 was arrested in Sumter County, Florida, after the incident on early Sunday morning. A female victim told deputies she and the male victim were doing stretches when Ferragamo smacked and shoved them both. Wow. Oh, she's kind of... Uh, I was looking at her mugshot, but then I had like half the picture scrolled, you know, on my browser. You could cut glass with those cheekbones, but... I don't know, passable? But she's obviously crazy. She has that kind of Anthony Hopkins smile, you know? Even when he's not playing Hannibal Lecter, he's got a creepy smile. The female victim then uh, stated that the defendant accused them both of doing inappropriate activities and began to shove her and smacked her across the face. The female victim has a red mark on her face indicating she was punched as well. (laughs) Jeez. She just attacked them. Deputies wrote in the affidavit that the female victim had a red mark, blah, 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 blah. Uh, The man and Farragamo are connected in some way. Oh, okay. I see what the root of this is, possibly. (laughs) Which makes the incident domestic in nature, which is actually, (laughs) that's still as bad a charge, man. Officers, officers, officers with the Sumter County Sheriff's Office did not further explain their relationship. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. (laughs) If the cops are declining to be like, uh, just let it go. That's pretty bad. When two Florida people get together, you know, that's... (laughs) Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. (laughs) But still, you know, we don't know what stretches this Florida woman considered inappropriate. Wow. 
<laughs> I really wish I knew this. Well, we're, yeah, we're off to a really, really rousing beginning here. <sighs> I hope the rest of the episode is this good. Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Asylum 817 Productions, Spotify, Prevail Guitar Works, and DistroKid. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. Yeah, this is the podcast that you definitely do not bring home to mother. <laughs> and the reason why we still have sponsors is because I firmly believe they do not listen to the show. If they did, this intro would be a lot shorter. This is from APNews.com. GoFundMe refunds donations to poker player who admits to lying about cancer for a tournament buy-in. Damn, you have a problem. Of course this is out of Vegas, because why not? The fundraising platform GoFundMe said Thursday it had refunded money to donors after a poker player admitted to lying about terminal cancer diagnosis and accepted thousands of dollars in donations so he could play in the World Series of Poker Tournament in Las Vegas. GoFundMe said it also banned Rob Mercer from the platform and removed the poker player's fundraising campaign from its website. Well, I hope so. GoFundMe came out with a statement. They say they have zero tolerance for the misuse of our platform and take swift action against those who exploit the generosity of our community. <clears throat> well, that's very well worded. I like it. I like it. Quaint. Very good. Very good. To the point. Mercer told the Las Vegas Review Journal... He made up a stage four colon cancer diagnosis for his GoFundMe page in June. Jeez, dude. Wow, you have no fucking soul, do you? He was trying to raise enough funds to meet the $10,000 buy-in for the No Limit Hold'em World Championship, which he probably would have lost anyway. He received contributions worth between $30,000 and $50,000, including a stay at the suite, at a suite at the fucking Bellagio. Yeah, I'm not talking about Super 8 down the road, the fucking Bellagio. Even a fellow player from Arizona who suffers from a chronic illness donated $2,500. Damn. And I bet you didn't lose a wink of sleep. Listen to that. A fellow player from Arizona, a guy doing the same thing, who was also suffering a terminal illness, donated money to your sorry ass. That's horrible. Jeez. I'm sorry for not being honest about what my situation was, he says. I would have done that from day one, but who knows what would have happened. I, I don't know. You would have a little bit of fucking honor, probably. L.A., <laughs> Las Vegas, did I say L.A.? Wow. Las Vegas police didn't immediately respond because this is a very L.A. thing that he did. He would not be refunding anyone because he believes he has undiagnosed breast cancer. Oh, jeez. Yes, males can get that. That would be quite a turn of events, would it not? If he ended up having fucking male breast cancer on top of that. Look, nobody deserves cancer. I don't. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. But uh, yeah, you you got a godsmack coming for sure. That's that's fucked up. For a poker buy-in, really? Your chances. What are the chances of winning the World Series of Poker? Let me see. Are the what are the odds? Of winning the World Series of Poker. I bet he's a shitty poker player, too. 
At best, you have about 10 to 1 odds. Chances are it's more in the 1,000 to 1 or lower if you're an amateur playing an event or two, which more than likely he is. If you're still planning things out, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, it's not quite lottery chances, but they're, yeah, they're slim enough. This is from Click Orlando. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Florida again. Florida woman said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't have any Florida man today. We're all about the ladies this episode. Florida woman cited for keeping an alligator in a resort bathtub. <laughs> That's safe. <laughs> Orange County, Florida. A woman in Orange County was cited after deputies learned she was keeping an alligator in a bathtub, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. FWC officers said they learned from the Orange County Sheriff's Office that the woman was keeping the gator in a bathtub at the Grove Resort and Water Park in Winter Garden. Hearing from her, she had borrowed the animal. Borrowed? <laughs> That's what we call thievery these days. I, I won't get in trouble, man, because I borrowed it. From the Croc Encounters in Tampa Bay. Oh, she borrowed it from a zoo or a wildlife preserve or something official like that? Okay. That's nice. I always wanted to spend the day with an elephant. I think I'm going to go to the San Diego Zoo and borrow one. According to a news release, when FWC officers arrived, <laughs> a juvenile alligator inside the bathtub. I bet she was doing weird shit with it, too. I mean, she's Florida woman. An FWC incident summary report goes into greater detail. In it, the woman claims she visited the business ahead of opening and used keys she still had on hand to gain access and retrieve the reptile. Wow. Did she work there at one point? Somebody gave Florida woman a job? Dude. Wow. You're kind of asking for it at that point. The alligator was returned to its permitted owner. The owner of the alligator declined to prosecute or trespassing that occurred. Wow, I would. I would sue your ass. I would take you to the clink as quickly and as efficiently as I could. That's, you kidnapped an animal, dude. That's <laughs> just stupid. They're not prosecuting? You gotta, wow. There's some nice people. Nice people. It's because, like, you contributed the best chili at the potluck. That was your real prize. That chili cook-off that you guys had that one time, you know? You won, and you were real pissed off that, like, you know, it was just, they weren't giving anything away. That was actually the present. If you ever get fired, you get a free pass for a felony. <laughs> my job should do that. I'm going to email our director at my day job. I'm going to say, hey, I got a good idea for a chili cook-off. You don't have to give anything away right away. The grand prize is that person can get away with one, just one, a free pass for a felony against the company. That there you go. That's awesome. The nationalnews.com. <laughs> US woman, she from Florida too, gets stuck in the outhouse in an outhouse toilet while retrieving an Apple Watch. Is an Apple Watch really worth that? Police warn people to try not to retrieve items dropped in outdoor toilets. I wouldn't recommend it. You're gonna end up with some freaking disease that nobody even knows about. A U.S. woman was briefly trapped inside an outhouse toilet when she tried to retrieve her Apple Watch. Have you ever just left the house and people watched? Have you ever done that? Huh? Have you ever just skipped the shower that day because he didn't really need one or you were just, yeah, not into it. You're not going to do anything heavy that day. But then as the day progresses, yeah, everybody's done this. You kind of regret it. You're like, I'm going to go home. The second I get home, I'm taking a you know, quick shower. 
And if you looked at other people, yeah, their, their crotches are just as nasty as yours, man. <laughs> if not worse. People are fucking crazy. Have you seen some of these people? And you're going to reach into a spot where they go boom, boom to get your precious fucking Apple Watch. First responders in Michigan. It's in Michigan, too. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say anything there. We're called to a boat launch at Dixon Lake in Ostego County's Bagley Township. I don't care where it is. Okay, well, what's really important is that it's northwest of Detroit. Have you ever been to Detroit? Detroit is an outhouse. State police say in a Wednesday news, they released their first responders. Uh, the, they said their first responders heard a woman yelling for help. She told police she dropped her Apple watch in the toity and got stuck after she lowered herself inside to retrieve it. Damn. Apple watches must be really awesome. Conservation officers, state troopers, and local police hauled the woman out using a strap. The toilet was removed as well. <laughs> Police have urged grown people who lose their belongings in outhouse toilets not to try to retrieve them from inside the containment area. Okay? Serious injury and slow fucking death by botulism may occur. I added that last part. Uh. The woman's identity has not been released. Officials did not say if she had recovered her Apple Watch. So, <laughs> uh... I, I don't think I own anything. Maybe I'm a loser. Maybe I'm I'm not cool because, you know, I don't do apple fags or any of that. I'm not cool, right? I just don't want to buy an overexpensive piece of fucking crap, you know, a piece of glass. On top of that, people have made it really weird and trendy. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm, I'm not into that. Like, I would have gone apple, you know, but people just made it weird for me. They just made it weird. But are they really that awesome? I don't think I own, I don't think I ever have owned anything to where I would reach into an out, an outhouse toilet to get it. I don't think I own anything to where I would rig up some kind of a stick or a grabber or, you know, anything. Anything. It falls in an outdoor toilet in near fucking Detroit, especially. I'm like, nope, that's gone. <laughs> have you ever seen me? I wear a, uh, I wear a necklace and it's very unique looking necklace it's this little cylinder little tube it's got a cross on it, it has the lord's prayer around it it's, it's really unique looking it's actually an urn it has the ashes of my grandfather in it if that falls in there grandpa i love you man but uh yeah that ain't happening <laughs> uh yeah i drop a newborn baby down there i'm gonna call the cops and tell them what happened we're gonna be like hey you guys need to get down here because, uh, yeah, they ain't going to make it if you don't get here like right now. Because I'm not going down there. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, Apple Watch. Okay. This is from The Guardian. <laughs> Just, I picture this woman stuck in this outhouse like fucking Winnie the Pooh. You know, and they're trying to get... <laughs> I just had that image in my head of Winnie the Pooh's big stuffed ass kicking his feet, you know, while Rabbit's trying to sleep. <laughs> this, is what my, this is what my brain does. I mean, 24-7. Yeah, no disclosure. I'm really not like this in real life. 
you know, with a show like this, I mean, you got to take your personality and you got to amp it up and you got to blow up your ego to like supersize and everything's big, you know, and take your thoughts that you would normally keep private and just blow them up. You need to over inflate yourself, you know, for this kind of a show. Take my personality and just times it by a million. I'm really not like this. But those kind of thoughts, that, that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It happens all the time. I just don't tell people. This is from The Guardian. Dot com. Australian journalists call her baby methamphetamine. What? No. Am I really reading this? Australian journalist calls her baby methamphetamine rules as a test of naming regulations. So you're going to use a newborn baby, a fresh human, right out of the oven, who's never done shit to anybody yet, completely innocent, and you're going to use it to test some kind of political thing? <laughs> some governmental fucking piece of paper? You're going to use a human being as you know, for your whatever fucking agenda you got going on? And you're going to name it methamphetamine rules? This should be considered child abuse, honestly. It really should. When ABC journalist Kristen Drysdale gave birth to her third child, God, what the hell are the other two? <laughs> Acid man. And Weed Biscuits. Those are her other ch children. She decided to put the births, deaths, and marriages register to the test. Why? Because she's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> why, why do you do that? And why methamphetamine rules? Out of all the shit you use to test this thing, that's what you pick? Methamphetamine rules? What is wrong with you? The most outrageous name we could think of. Well, you need to think a little harder. Why don't you do the, I, anything better than methamphetamine rules? Pick like a traditional Argonian name or something. Squats in jars. Steps in poo. Weird around elderly. Uh, farts in jars. You know, just a traditional Argonian name. There you go. That's perfectly weird. That's, not, that's no better either. What, methamphetamine rules? It slipped through, believe it or not. They had strengthened the registry's process in response to this highly unusual event and will be working with the family to change the name. But they kind of screwed up here because they let it slip through. So hopefully they could get it in front of a judge and the judge can reprimand this woman in front of the entire country for being such a fucking, fucking asshole. You name a child methamphetamine rules... That's insane. She had decided between that and Nang's rule, referring to the Australian slang for nitrous oxide. What is your obsession with drugs? Like, that's how you had to go? I think... So, so I'm serious. No joke. This is all joke aside. Somebody... Okay? Are you listening to me? Somebody at ABC needs to drug test this bitch. Because this is where her mind is going. Like, this is all she can think of. Welcome to the Cosmic Explorer Server, the global platform uniting students and individuals of all interests in a quest for knowledge. Their diverse community welcomes like-minded individuals from around the world, engaging in academic discussions and personal development. Their inspiring channels cover a range of topics from science to mental health, as well as providing the perfect space for collaborating and sharing ideas. Moderators ensure a safe and respectful environment where everyone can share their valuable perspectives. Join them on a cosmic journey to discover new horizons. Today, a link will be provided in this episode's description.
so what's going to happen here? This is weird. I mean, there are laws, right? You can't name children certain things. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah, but from what I'm seeing, it looks like they're going to get it in front of somebody official. And, yeah, they're going to shut it down, which is amazing. So this kid has to go through the rest of its life knowing that it was used not only for some kind of fucking journalist agenda, but it was once known as methamphetamine rules. That's <laughs> I'm the last guy to say when something is funny or not funny. But damn. This is from Fortune. Artist ordered to pay me. Okay, remember, we talked about this guy. Cassie, I know I got really animated there for a second. Cassie was telling me about this, uh, this guy. He's in the news again. Remember, we talked about him. The guy who was doing a, uh, they were doing an exhibition for him at a museum. He turned in nothing but blank canvases and he titled the project, Take the Money and Run. Remember how we were talking about how fucking awesomely savage that shit was? Well, guess what? They're not having it. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this was going to happen. I, I, it is savage. Good for you. And he's kind of poking at just how insane the art community is. I'm a painter myself. And it is. I mean, I was just telling Cassie's kid this, Eli. I was just telling him the other day that I, I have ne I've never seen blind ego as bad as the art community. I thought writers were bad. I thought musicians were bad. And I'm both of those, too. And I stay, I, I stay an arm's length from that community at all times because they have just the worst egos I've ever seen. But the art community, I mean, it's, it's, it's really fucking bad. So, I, you know, I had two thumbs up for this guy, but the, uh, the museum ain't fucking having it. Yeah, he's, uh, okay, Fortune, cool, thanks. Now I can't look at the article because I have to pay a subscription where I could just go online right now and get it somewhere else. <laughs> Thank you, Fortune. That's a good ad for you. Pay a million dollars a month so you can see an ad you can see on another uh, a article you can see on another website. Good job. Here it is. Thank you, Insider, an artist who turned into who turned in two blank canvases titled "Take the Money and Run" has now been told to repay the seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> wow, they did it. Uh, crazy. So, Jan Jans Hollanding, I can't, I'm not even going to try. A Danish conceptual artist who was, was paid 532,000 kroner, about 75 grand, for his artwork in 2021, only to turn in two empty frames called Take the Money and Run. They did not appreciate that shit. The artist has now been ordered by a Copenhagen court to pay back the sum to the museum that commissioned the artwork, various media things say on Monday. I can't speak. <laughs> it's exactly what he imagined, he said. The artist said he didn't have enough money to pay back the museum. Well, you spent all of it? It's been good for my work, but it also put me in an unimaginable situation. Okay, you know that... Okay, don't act all innocent here. You know that you were trolling the fucking place, right? You knew damn well what you were doing. So yeah, he spent most of it. He turned in two empty frames called Take the Money and Run. Come on, man. It was inspired by what he saw as... This is what he says anyway. It was inspired by what he saw as insufficient payment. He said creating the pieces as intended would have required him to fork over 3,300 euros from his own pocket. He encouraged other people who have working conditions as miserable as mine. I agree with you. It is a fucked up industry. If they're sitting in some shitty job and not getting paid and are being asked to pay... So he, you know what I mean? Do you see what I'm trying to do? He's trying to like... 
make it about the working man and I'll come okay well you know what you were doing now it's come back to bite your ass hey but I praised you I complimented you I said this was some savage shit <laughs> and I respect it getting back at the art community like that but dude be a little honest come on own it this was your chance to really speak out against how the fucking art industry is, how it's basically legal money. It's legal money laundering. And now they're treating it like commodities and stocks. I mean, it's gone to hell. And you had an opportunity to speak out against this, to really be an advocate for us indie, you know, independent small guys. But no, you tuck your tail in your legs, like, well, it was really about this. Come on. Take the money and run. Blank canvases. You knew what you were doing. So yeah, he's ordered to pay it back. So uh, if you're wanting to troll the uh, uh, museum or the art community like that, uh, think of something a little different because they caught on. <laughs> now you're going to like this one. This is from Yahoo Life. New TV show claims that King Charles piloted a UFO in Canada. Yeah, this is it's quite the claim, guys. King Charles once flew a UFO. New t show Nub TV. You're calling it Nub TV? <laughs> okay. I was going to do something similar like that with no disclosure. I was going to call the Asylum 817 uh, kind of podcast network. I was going to call it like a radio station call letters. I was going to call it KRUD, you know, so I could come up with really just creative kind of bumper material. Hey, guys, you're listening to KRUD. Don't touch that dial. You've got crud on it. You know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, back to it. <laughs> Host Mark Christopher Lee, who recently called on, not Christopher Lee, Mark Christopher Lee. I said that weird. No, they didn't bring Christopher Lee back to life to host a show. That'd be awesome. Who recently called on the British monarch to help push for disclosure regarding alien spacecraft has stated that he has received testimony and evidence regarding the royal family's interest in UFOs dating back to Earl Lewis Bulbin, Prince Philip's uncle who allegedly had a UFO land on his Broadlands estate. Okay, listen to this very carefully, all right? Very carefully. You always question what you see on the news, especially with shit like this. This guy, this host, Mark Christopher Lee, he has been pushing for the government to disclose alien spacecraft, right? So he gets a message from somebody supposedly high up, like, oh, did you know that King Charles, pi King Charles piloted a UFO? Are you that naive? <laughs> you know, you're trying to get the government to release this thing. Then you get a message from somebody supposedly higher up in the government. What does that look like to you? It smells a little fishy to me. But anyway, so the show investigates the outlandish claim from a former colleague of King Charles, okay, who alleges that they were both working on Project Serpico in Sandy Point in Canada during 1975. And he, uh, King Charles, sorry. Oh, it's really hard to say King Charles. It, 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 that doesn't roll off the tongue well. I've been saying Prince Charles my whole life. But he allegedly got to pilot a UFO back in the 70s. I don't care if it was back in the 70s now or whenever. King Charles, really? I mean, this guy, he, he can't even pilot his own body. You're going to put him in a UFO? I mean, this guy could barely operate his own brain. You're going to put this guy in a fucking UFO? Something capable of interstellar travel? This guy? I mean, even back in the 70s, I'd be like... Look, man, uh, I know that it would be super cool for you to pilot this thing and it'd be a big deal. You know, you couldn't tell anybody, but, you know, you're royalty. Tell you what, uh, the dashboard needs scrubbed down. C could, you, could you possibly, could you do that? You know, it just, 
mop the floor or something. <laughs> I wouldn't put this guy in charge of a fucking Cuisinart, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Like, I mean, I'm not making fun of you because you're British. Oh, we have people like that, too. Have you ever heard of Mitch McConnell? Jesus Christ. That absolute fucking piece of work there. Have you seen videos of him lately? I mean, this guy could barely even answer fucking questions, man. He looks like he's on another planet. That for, I know the turtle people. And he's when <laughs> he's the lost name. He does. He looks like a fucking turtle. But, I mean, aside from that, Mitch McConnell, I mean, geez. This guy went senile 200 years ago. Somebody asked him a question, and the look this guy has on his face, he just stares at you like, you know, like he, he, he has no clue what's going on. Uh, like he, he's not aware of himself anymore. I mean, he does. He has that kind of thousand yard stare. I mean, there's videos about you know him coming out. I mean, he's been doing this for years, though. I mean, I don't need any kind of recent video to tell you that this guy, <laughs> he's operating on kind of a lean mixture. You know what I mean? You know, we need something, especially today. I'm feeling it. We need something to kind of pull on the old heartstrings. You know what I mean? We need something uplifting. Something with animals. Let's say duckies. Something really cute. Ducks. Everybody likes ducks. We need, you know, we, we do. We need something like that. Something uplifting for a change. And I found something. A Melbourne man has been, he was charged with lighting fires. He had ducklings in his underwear while he was doing it. <laughs> no, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'd, look, that's as wholesome as we're going to get on this show. Okay? There's ducklings in it. Yeah, we have baby ducks. That that That's as... That's probably as good as we're going to ever get. Charged with lighting fires, he had ducklings in his underpants. Yeah. I'd like to know why. The 31-year-old man, no fixed address. Huh. I'm not surprised. Was arrested on Sunday night after 12 fires were reported across the Fagenton CBD over the weekend. I don't know what the fuck that is. This is Australia, right? Yeah, okay. All right. Small fires included blazes in a loading dock behind a school in a car shop park outside a real estate agent's office and in several bins. After the arrest, you go, oh yeah, he's got fire. He's a firebug. Police searched the man and allegedly found two live ducklings in his underwear. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, having a wiener. I mean, that just kind of made my skin crawl. Just, oh, it's one of those things where you, someone talks about like, when they got kicked in the nuts or when, you know, someone was getting a Hummer in the bathtub and she got a little toothy, you know, you, you kind of feel that, you know, just like, oh, and as soon as I, as soon as I read that, I was just like, ah. but this guy runs around, likes to light fires everywhere. He probably likes the packages. <laughs> Not just to me. Oh, charged with animal cruelty. Well, yeah, these ducks are going to be fucked up for the rest of their lives. They're going to need therapy. Reckless conduct, endangering serious injury, four counts of lighting an open-air fire, possessing a weapon, and negligently dealing with proceeds of a crime. Do we know why he had ducklings in his underpants? No, it doesn't say why. Okay. Do you know what it sounds like to me? Like, hear me out here. I'm not crazy. I'll, at least I don't think so. Maybe I'm going a little bit south, but... This guy says he's, he's a wizard. He's a fucking wizard. This guy's running around. Yeah, serious. This guy's a straight up pyromancer. 
He's doing some kind of like thing, you know, some kind of conjuration spell where he managed it. It is. This is part of the deal. This is part of the spell right here. He needs two live ducks to make it work. And when you're running around lighting fires, what are you going to do? Hold them? Amateur hour. Put them in your pocket? Intermediate. Underwear? Expert. (laughs) He's a fucking wizard. Yeah. He's a training pyromancer. That's what I'm going to tell myself. And, you know, conjuration spells and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, video games or movies or whatever. You need some kind of weird ingredients. That's what you need. He was training. Leave the guy alone. He's making something of himself or trying to. Do we have time for one more? All right, this is abc12.com. A Cleo man accused of ripping head of duck. Oh, God, another duck one. I got sent this one. As I was talking about the duck thing, because I'm starting this kind of new deal. I haven't rolled it out yet. I only do it on one platform. But I'm doing this new deal where I'm letting people know what I'm talking about, what I'm currently recording, to send me articles you know, that might be funny to read next. And somebody within the space of, God, that was fast. I was only reading for that article for, what, two, three minutes? They found another duck thing that happened. So thank you. Cleo man accused of ripping head off a duck to threaten the girlfriend. That'll work. But, geez, did he have to go that far? Genesee County man is facing felony charges after police say he ripped the head off a duck? Michael Lee Humphreys of Cleo is accused of killing the animal to make a threat toward his girlfriend. Damn. He couldn't do that like a normal person? You couldn't just, like, say stuff? Look physically intimidating? I don't break something? Still, that's not cool. Intimidating people? Fucking grow up. So when you walk away, you go live your life. Yeah, you're pissed at this person. Ugh, they screwed you over. Be a fucking grown-up. Realize what Albert Einstein said. Never get into an altercation or an argument with an idiot because a person standing at a distance won't know who's who. But, you know, I'm a grown-up. I don't expect everybody else to act that way. Just because you're physically a grown-up. I mean, look at Florida. He goes to the barn, grabs one of the ducks, rips its head off in front of the victim, says, look at this. That's the physical domination I'm talking about. Jeez, man. Wow, this <laughs> resisting and obstructing police and domestic violence habitual offender. Habitual offender? Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. He only gets a $5,000 bond too, by the way. Our bond system in this country is fucked up. It really is. I don't know who decides this stuff. People like him should not get bail at all. <laughs> we need to rearrange how we do that. Rips the head off a duck. I don't care what she did. But you're going to murder something? In order to prove a point, I I don't know. I, and I'm not one of those people. Trust me, I'm not. Peter Gore videos make me hungry as shit. And just talking about this, I'm thinking, uh, when's the last time I had duck? The last, And I'm thinking about the last time I had duck. That shit was good. But, you know, to, <laughs> to just straight up, I know I'm eating duck and those things have been murdered and all that. I'm aware of where my fucking meat comes from. But I'm putting it to use, you know, and I'm, I'm using the animal for its intended purpose. I'm not ripping its fucking head off while it's still alive in order to intimidate somebody. That's, that's all you can do. You can't get a taser. You can't use your words. You got to rip the head off an animal. Psycho. And he gets bail. Hopefully nobody pays it. Hopefully his old lady doesn't pay, doesn't fucking end up paying the bail. Because it said habitual offender, which means he's done this to her before. And she's still with the guy. I mean, Jesus Christ, what is this, penis made out of fucking gold? Don't pay, 
Don't pay his bail. He's not going to change. You're not going to change him. Anybody that rips the head off a duck, I think it's safe to say they, they're they unreachable at, at that point. God. <laughs> Mama, he's not a bad guy. He's not. He gets a little mean sometimes, but who doesn't? He gets frustrated, but we all get frustrated. And I think that, you know, I'm not making excuses, Mama, but everybody has their things, you know? We just need to show him compassion and love and tell him in gentle ways that this doesn't work, and maybe he'll grow out of it. Some guys, you know, they play video games for too long. Some guys are obsessed with this or that, ripping the heads off ducks. I mean, this is these are things that we can help with. Anyway, guys, that's all we got. <laughs> and <laughs> special thanks to this week's sponsors who make this show possible. Make sure to check out the link to our Patreon page in this episode's description, where as little as a dollar a month you can get everything from bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, giveaways of certain tiers, outtakes, bloopers, a podcast just for the patrons. Who does that? Special thanks to the patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Kristen Belt, Donald Haynes, Dilligaff. Thank you guys very much. This show would not be around if it wasn't for you. Well, we'll see you next week, okay? Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. <laughs> Ugh. This was like the ducky episode. And then people complain, you know. They say, no disclosure is too, it's too harsh, it's too crass, you know. Too crude. I don't want to listen to no disclosure anymore. It's only for the young people, you know. Too crude of humor. We talked about duckies today. There you go. See? Animals. Family content, motherfucker. Did you know it's the faces here? No disclosure, business miss. Confiscated evidence. No smoking gun. Public has a right to throw. Fellow human beings, fellow podcast listeners, fellow just anybody, lend me your orifices. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I, I got plenty of that at home. I want to let you know that I am selling ad space on the show. You hear my voice right now? Do you hear that? This could be you, or this could be me talking about you. Yeah, check out in the description from this podcast going forward. I'm selling ad space on the show. You want to talk about your brand? Huh? You want to talk about your YouTube channel, your Etsy page? Do you make handmade glass dildos in your basement? Right here, you can advertise on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link in the description below. It's going to be attached to every episode going forward. This could be you. So instead of just listening to me all the time, or if you want to hear about yourself, because everybody likes that, then uh, check me out on Fiverr. A little as five bucks. Then, uh, you know, you could make a script on the show. We'll advertise your brand. Whatever this is it. You know, advertise on podcast, man. This is the way to go. I'm here to take down fucking radio. Okay? I'm here to slay it. Why don't you be a part of that? But I get it. You run a small business, you know, it, the, the things are expensive. It's expensive to manufacture, expensive to buy. You got to pay the bills. And I know you're doing more than just blowing glass down there. So put an ad on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link below. Advertise yourself. Be fancy with me and let's create something awesome together. Back to the program, baby.